Welcome to the Midlife Career Rebel, the podcast created for high-achieving professional women to gain the clarity, confidence, and courage they need to go after and get the life and career they want. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Parker-Walsh, lawyer, social scientist, brand strategist, executive coach, entrepreneur, and midlife career rebel. Each week, you'll learn strategies to manage your mind, navigate the challenges of midlife, and take control of your career so you can thrive doing the work you love. So if you're ready to tear up that rule book and create your own, you're in the right place. And I can't wait to show you how. Hey, Rebels, welcome back to the podcast. This will actually be the last episode for season two because we're going to take a little break to rest up before returning back in May for season three. I think about this podcast a little bit like my favorite TV show. There are 10 episodes per season, and then we take a month off to prepare for the next season. So just in case you're keeping track, I just wanted you to know the cadence of our podcast. And this is the 10th episode in season two, which has honestly been an incredible season. I hope you've really enjoyed it as much as I have. I loved hearing the stories of each of the guests I had the opportunity and privilege to interview listening to how they navigated through uncertainty and doubt to achieve their own desired goals in their respective businesses or careers, choosing not to listen to the voices of people around them, the naysayers, the haters, the doubters, but instead choosing to listen to themselves and to confidently embrace their own vision and bravely forge a new path in their lives and careers. I mean, honestly, the stories were rather inspiring. For example, I loved how Dr. Charlotte Jones Burton's story, how she talked about creating a global movement and membership all because she was clear on her values around health equity and access and all doing all of this while holding down a demanding full-time position or how Julia pivoted from a 20-year career into doing something completely new once she got clear on how to leverage her experience into a completely new field. Or if you heard Catherine's podcast interview, how she came back from the brink of death to start a modern day movement for midlife women and become an age positivist, an activist, once she herself acknowledged her own worth and value. Or how Dr. Kathy Mazak, my fellow academic, turned a side hustle into a successful business by sharing strategies that she used for her own success with other academic women. Or Samara loved her story, how she shared her own journey of self-discovery and how that led to her creating a platform for other women to do the same. And how Diane Halfman, I mean, my goodness, her interview, how she talked about her stories of the past as a police officer and how she was able to now use the stories of her past to inspire leaders and entrepreneurs of the future. And of course, Tammy, Liz, and Kate loved how they talked about the importance of showing your authenticity, how that you have to ground what it is that you want to do through a self-exploration and self-discovery process and how those were the keys to really discovering the career and life you wanted. I mean, 
It was truly an inspiring season, if I say so myself. And I love the dialogue and discussion that I was able to have with these individuals. And like I said, I hope you got so much out of it. I mean, as I re-listened to them and took notes, it was really inspiring. And while each story was different, as I said, as I listened to them and was really jotting down some notes, I started to see themes that began to emerge for me. And it's a foundational theme that I don't think a lot of people would pick up on, but I believe it's imperative to career and entrepreneurial success. And that's personal branding. It reach story has a personal, unique, fabulous spin on it that's really grounded in their own unique experience. And, and that really is what personal branding is about. Now, if you've listened to these episodes and really didn't get the theme, it's okay. And I think most people wouldn't because a lot of us are steeped in this thinking, this traditional ideas of branding that, first of all, is for big companies and it's not for individuals, that it's all about logos and websites and color palettes and taglines. But personal branding is so much more. And it's important and crucial to cultivating a successful business or career. So I want to break this down for you. So I really want to tap into what I saw to help you catch a vision for what's underlying all of the fabulous information that we got in this podcast and how to really help you to think about branding in a way that can really help you to advance your own career. So first of all, I think it's so key and like this is a baseline concept and what I saw practically through every interview is that branding is about you. Personal branding is about you. Hard stop, period. Like I need you to own and hear that. It's not an external thing. It's an internal thing. It really is everything about you that you then put forth out there in the world for other people to engage with. So because it's about you, it's about understanding who you are and what you have to offer to the world. And this isn't about titles, right? This is about you and what you have to offer to the world. It's understanding the vision you have for your life and career, and then having the confidence to share it and inviting others to join in and share that vision with you. It's understanding your skills and experiences and how to use them to do meaningful and impactful work. It's authentic, it's clear, and it's compelling. And that's an aspect of what each of my guests shared during this season's podcast. And as a certified personal branding strategist and certified image consultant, amongst all the other things that I'm certified and educated with, I think that's probably why I had a lens toward, you know, that and seeing that within these interviews. But I also want to put a bit more structure around the definition of personal branding, why it's important, and how you can create your own personal brand that will position you for career success. So let's first talk about why having a personal brand is so important. So in this digital and global economy that we live in, we are constantly competing against a lot of noise, right? We are just bombarded with information from our phones, from our laptops, from our televisions, from cable, from other people. I mean, just constantly. And over the past couple of years during the pandemic, when we've been forced to engage in this digital world, we have 
incredibly lowered our attention spans because we're there's so much information. So after a while, it becomes white noise and we avoid it or we ignore it. So because of that, it is even more important for us to position ourselves above that noise so that the people that we want to connect to can hear the frequency of us so they can find us and know how to utilize what it is that we have to offer and share with them. So because of all of that, as a result, it's really become tough to set ourselves apart, to set our message apart so that people can hear that frequency. And whether you're looking for a job or you're, whether you're looking to build your career, grow your network, or start a new venture, you've got to be visible, memorable, credible, and able to create meaningful connections. In other words, you have to raise the frequency, the vibration, so your people can hear you above all of the noise. Also, 93% of employers will search for you on your social media during the interview process to check you out and to see if what you're trying to present to them in person or through your Zoom interview is actually accurate. And 85% of recruiters will search for you on all your social media platforms in order to kind of create a template or a profile of who you really are so they can also determine whether or not you're the one that they need to vet for candidacy for a position. And because we're inundated with so much information, people are becoming less trustful of quote unquote marketing strategies and marketing strategies include your resume and cover letter. They are marketing documents. And that's why people are searching for other outlets to determine whether or not what they're seeing that's being marketed to them is really valid and truthful. In fact, 81% of people trust the word and advice from a trusted colleague or friend above any other marketing material that's out there, 81%. And I'm sure that number has grown in the last year since the pandemic. So this was a statistic from 2020, and now we're in 2022, I would not be shocked if it's at 91%. So if a friend or colleague has had some interaction with your personal brand, and then they recommended you or referred you, then others will be more likely to trust or believe what you have to offer. That's why when I do work with clients, I don't rely on resumes as a marketing tool. What I rely on is building a brand and networking so that people who know you can refer you and recommend you to other people that they know, like, and trust. That goes a long way. And considering 81 plus percent of people will trust a colleague or friend above any other marketing materials, this is critical. Now, once established, your personal brand becomes a tool that helps you to market yourself consistently and successfully across multiple communication channels, even in this competitive market. So employers and potential clients want to know more about you than just your education or work history or technical skills. They want to know who you are and whether they can know, like, or even trust you, because that is really the name of the game. It answers the question in most people's mind, why you? Like, why should I choose you? Why should I hire you? Why should I pick you? Why should I work with you? Why should I promote you? And when you can help others become consciously aware of why you're different from everyone else and should be chosen above everyone else, then you've successful, successfully been able to position yourself 
as a standout choice. You've successfully been able to position your brand. Think of it like a sea of black umbrellas around you and all of a sudden a red one pops out. That's what you want to be in the sea of all the other competitors around you. But your personal brand is not just about having everyone love or choose you, because that's not what it's about. You're not trying to create something that everyone is going to like and accept and want to be a part of. It's about ensuring that your people, the people that you want to notice you, are choosing you. The people that you want to help, the companies that you want to work for, the industries that you want to advance or change. So your personal brand should represent what you stand for as much as what you stand against. So it's very clear to people, kind of like, you know, Coke and Pepsi, right? There's some people who are all team Coke and some people who are all team Pepsi. But then there are those who don't like either. I'm one of them, actually. (laughs) You know, they'd rather have maybe a ginger ale or iced tea or sparkling water. So building your personal brand is about strategically and creatively and professionally presenting what you have to offer, what makes you you, so that people can answer the question for themselves, why should I choose you? Right? So if they can see the differentiator, then they know you're the one that they should go after. Now, in terms of a definition, by definition, a personal brand is your unique promise of value, right? It's what you are going to deliver. And your unique promise of value is made up of your vision, your mission, your passions, your skills, strengths, gifts, goals, your messaging, and your image, which is a big part of it. So image alone is a part of your overall personal branding you want to make sure there's consistency and alignment across the board. It's also about having confidence so that when you deliver that promise of value, it's believable, right? If you have the belief system knowing that what you promise you can deliver on every time, if you don't believe that, no one else will. So that's why um, your personal brand isn't about treating yourself like a product or faking it till you make it or merely creating a profile or putting content out there proclaiming something that's not true, right? That's why 85% of people don't trust marketing things because people will put things out there and lie and promise certain things but don't deliver. So your promise of value has to be true and authentic and you have to also feel confident and believe what it is that you bring to the table, So it's a representation of what you authentically bring to the table. It goes deeper than just a job title. It's you saying, here's what I can do for you, and here's my gift to the world. For example, my unique promise of value is that I can help high-achieving women at midlife overcome the self-doubts and limiting beliefs that keep them from designing an epic career and life they love. And luckily, I have women out there that I've worked with who can say, yep, that's exactly what she did for me, which validates my promise of value. I mean, think about this. This is what Jeff Bezos famously said. Your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. So while personal branding starts with marketing yourself, by putting that information out there in the world, what branding does is elevate that because it's not what you're saying anymore, but it's what you start hearing other people saying about you. Because your unique promise of value, remember those 81 plus percent of people are out there sharing that, yes, this is something that you can trust. 
that promise of value, that unique promise of value is validated and credible, right? So what helped me to understand my unique value was going through a process of first ascertaining my gifts, talents, strengths, and skills, which really is a process of gaining the clarity of what I knew I could do for those I wanted to support and help. Because there's a lot of things that we can do, but remember, it's my promise of what I can do. And then amplifying that message to my target audience with authenticity so that they would know who I was and where to find me if they needed my promise of value. And then finally, activating a strategic plan that would allow me to achieve success over and over again to solidify my reputation and to achieve that no like trust factor in the hearts and minds of the people that I wanted to work with in terms of my tribe. Now, this allowed me to rise above all the noise, all the competing noise out there to set myself apart and to achieve my desired results. Just like the women that I interviewed this season on the podcast, if you really listen to what they went through and how they were able to position themselves to get their results, it's what I affectionately call my AAA framework. And that's what I work through with my clients in the Career Rebel Academy, for example. But what can you do to build your personal brand? Well, the first thing you want to do is, as I've said, start with you. And as what many of the women on the podcast shared was this internal exploration that they had to go through. Start to reconnect with your zone of genius. Rediscover your own talents and gifts. Figure out your goals. What is it that you want to accomplish? Take inventory of your experiences Get clear on who you want to impact and how. Who's your target? Whose lives do you want to change? What company and industry do you want to be effective in? Create a vision for your future and be sure that it's aligned to who you are, aligned with your image and aligned with your message. And then once you have that, bravely share that with the world so that your tribe can find you. Not only will you feel more inspired, motivated, and confident about the work you do in the world, but your people who've been waiting for you, they'll be inspired as well. Kind of like a superhero coming to save the day. (laughs) That's what you'll be. And that's what your brand should be for your people. Now, I also have a free guide on how to create a compelling brand, and I'll share that with you. I'll put a link to the guide in the show notes so that you can start working and building your own personal brand. I want to thank you so much for tuning in this season. It's been incredible. And I'm just inspired by what I heard and inspired to continue to do my own work. And hopefully this inspires you to continue going after your dreams, to saying yes to yourself, to embrace your significance and your passion, gifts and abilities, and to own your own brilliance. After all, it's all part of your personal brand. So until next time, Rebels, thanks for joining me and have an amazingly rebellious week. See you next time. Hey, if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, then you've got to come check out the Career Rebel Academy. It's where you'll get the individual help and support you need applying the concepts and strategies you're learning here and so much more. You'll be joined by a community of other rebels just like you, and I'll be there as your guide every step of the way. If you're genuinely looking to change the course of your life and career, I promise you, this is the place you'll want to be. 
just go to www.carolparkerwalsh.com forward slash career dash rebel dash academy. I can't wait to see you there.